seeds and made each one come true. Something no one else had ever found a way to do. I've kept the memories one by one since you took me in. I know I'll never love this way again. Good evening and welcome to another edition of 48 Shades of Football, everyone's favourite English language football podcast. I'm Mark, uh, I'm joined this week by Paul. Good evening. Good evening, it's good to be back. This is my first podcast in a few weeks, I almost forgot what the name was there. I almost did a Stevie. Did you enjoy your time in the UK? I did indeed, I did indeed, I was in sunny, snowy Scotland. Did you get to a match? Uh, I got to a stadium. Okay. Uh, I took the wife uh, all the way down to Celtic Park yeah. in the hope that someone might be selling a ticket outside. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, it was not to be, and there were no tickets on sale anywhere. Usually, I used to be the people who would stand holding tickets in the air, but I think now. Uh, we've got, there's so many season tickets at Celtic Park and I think everyone else kind of prints off like, printable paper tickets yeah. and I think you need to, to have an ID card or something up with them I'm not really sure but basically yeah there was none there was no one holding tickets up anyway but, so we went down took some photographs went, did a bit of shopping in the superstore walked got a taxi back to the pub and watched the game in the pub you didn't you didn't feel like hanging around outside and waiting for the chairs and drinking in the atmosphere well, the, the problem with drinking in the atmosphere is you get arrested for doing that in Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we went back to watch it. Just, just to clear something up, I saw a photo on Facebook of you and your brother, uh-huh. uh, and the comment implied that you'd been watching a match, uh-huh. and you were wearing a Songnam shirt. Yes, indeed, yes. So this is to say that you you were watching a Celtic game wearing a Songnam shirt. Yes, I was indeed. So you've completely have you gone have you gone mental? <laughs> so what I did was uh, whenever I did it last time I was home as well. Uh, I watched Celtic versus someone in my Songnam shirt as well. Uh, this time it was Celtic. One of the few Scottish teams that plays in white. Yeah, yeah. So so this time it was Celtic versus Rangers. Yeah. Uh, and the pub that we go to, they have a strict no football top. Uh, code that if you wear anything with a badge of Celtic or Rangers on it then you get kicked out so I just do it on purpose to wind them up so the security guard the bouncer was walking around every couple of minutes checking out trying to see what, what football shirt it was so I was really hoping he would ask me to cover up so I could ask him if he had a lot of Inchon United fans that came in <laughs> off the back of, of uh, the coach or whatever. If only you'd had a, a Suwon shirt or a yeah. K-League United shirt. Or but, well, I don't think I'll ever have any of those two, <laughs> to be honest. But anyway. You have a Seoul Celtic Supporters Club top wall. I do, on. but I wore that before. and I wore it at a European game and it was okay. Yeah. But I got the feeling that wearing that to a Celtic Rangers game in the park might be a bit much. Okay. But anyway, this is a K-League podcast. Yeah. Uh, it's good to be back. Uh, we'll get on to your Wednesday shenanigans, I guess, when we go further into the pen card. Yeah. The pen card? The, the podcast, even. Uh, I've been, I've been, it's been a busy day at work. Um, so basically, um, that intro music, uh, Paul, you, you went with uh, Dehan Warwick. Dehan Warwick. The, the famous Montenegrin American singer. Yeah. 
I'll never fall in love again. <laughs> um, I guess that's because of the big news. I mean, for anyone that's still on the rock that you were living in for the past week when you didn't know about it. Yeah, there's, no, there, there's probably no point in, in saying we'll get to that later on in the podcast. I think everyone probably knows what this podcast is going to be primarily about. Yeah, it is the news. But uh, moved to Busan. <laughs> yes, yes, it's, it's the news. It's the news that uh, Jonathan has left. Yeah. But no, it's the massive uh, kind of K-League rocking news uh, that Dehan, the twice soul legend, has swapped shirts again uh, in the K-League and will now play for his third K-League team. Yep. And he's moved to Gutsu one or Batsu one? Batsu one. Unfortunately, it's Batsu one, yeah. But it's not the first time he's worn blue, which we'll get to in a minute, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he has indeed um, crossed the supermatch uh, boundaries to, to move from Seoul to Suwon Blue Wings. So there's been a lot of talk in the press about what's going on. Um, we better just spend a minute or so summing up what's happened. Okay. So it should be added at this point in time. If you have any kids sitting next to you, please put your hands over their ears. Paul's about to give you his opinion. <laughs> Right, so so Dan came to the K League in what two thousand seven. Uh, ago, yeah. Played a Good season morning. at Incheon. Mm-hmm. Uh, two thousand eight, switched to Seoul. Mm-hmm. Played six six years there. Uh, yep, five six five was, seasons. Six seasons. Was top goal scorer something like three years in a row. Yep. Uh, then he went to China, so he was shipped off to uh, Jiangsu Suning. Played there six months. Transferred to Beijing Guan, who had originally wanted him, but Seoul said no because they were in the same ACL group. Group uh, played there eighteen months, yep. and then came back to Seoul two years ago. Yep. Can uh, we just say in between that during those eighteen months, he scored two goals against Seoul One in ACL. Yeah. Uh, one at home and one away. I guess now it's his home now. But anyway. Yeah. Um, he came back, scored fairly good amount of goals in both seasons. I think he scored over fifteen, seventeen or eighteen last year. 19 this year yeah um, he wanted to stay he did indeed and Sol turned around and said well no why don't you just retire apparently yeah so the rumour seems to be that Sol said there was no contract on the table and yeah why didn't you just retire which is a kind of bit of a dodgy thing for Sol to do I mean fine fair enough <sighs> I don't actually no actually there is no fine fair enough I can't understand it it, had he scored three goals yeah. uh, or two goals I would understand that had he been coming off the bench and scored 19 penalties let's say for example right like Park Chiu Young uh, I would understand it but he was starting the majority of games he seemed to be Huang's main strike and focal point so it's not like it's not like he's he's been past it you know they tried to re-retire because uh, yeah he couldn't really get up and down the pitch anymore he couldn't bomb up and down the pitch yeah yeah Gook should have retired but hasn't retired but you could have understood John Gook kind of edging him into retirement but Dehan is still scoring goals he's still a, a, a major part of that team so his salary was still a major his part his salary last year was about 1.3 million US uh, fourth highest played player in the K League, I think. Yep. Um, so, yes, he's highly paid. Yes, he takes up one of the four foreigner spots. But yes, he was doing a job. So there's something to be said for uh, at least negotiating. If you if you negotiate and you can't agree how much you should be paid, then fine. But just to say we're not even going to bother making an yeah. offer. It's. Just, uh, 
it's a huge level of arrogance by FC so if you want if, if my opinion uh, and I guess our opinion will be on the blog soon whenever one of the two of us writes it uh, but my opinion is it's a huge level of arrogance I think so thought there was no other club bigger than them he wouldn't get a, a place he wouldn't get a slot at John Book I guess is what they were thinking and then they thought who would go to Jeju Osan or Suwon um, maybe Suwon probably, probably Suwon didn't even cross their mind to be honest um, it's a massive move by Suwon um, it's a signing of intent um, it's it's huge I mean it, it, the, the thing about the case I mean we've been talking for a couple of years now on the podcast about how the K-League needed something to kind of inject some some interest back into it. You know, it was, numbers have been, fail, have been fading. Uh, interest across the board seems to be waning. If you have a look at Twitter over the last 48 hours, uh, people from Australia, like European uh, journalists, um, podcasts from everywhere, have been commenting on this as being the biggest transfer in Asian football history. Not convinced that's what it actually is, um, but I think taking out the the money transfers from China, it's got to be one of the biggest ones I remember. It's a massive transfer, and I was talking to, to the Phantom the night I got back, and I was saying, you know, do you think this is going to put a couple of thousand on, on, on gates? Do you think the supermatch will become the supermatch again? I mean, it's, the crowds have been getting lower and lower, and you know, so on. But what do you think? You think that first supermatch, uh, wherever it will be, I guess the first one will be at the big board now, I guess, right? Um, the first one last year was at Sangam, but again, that was a charity shield. Um, you think? I mean, do you think so? Fans will clamour to see if he, if he, if he blows it. Do you think so? One fans will. Will pack the stadium. You see if he scores against you. Like, do you think it will have the effect or the impact that maybe so thought Park Too Young would have had? Um, in terms of interest in the Super Match and spicing it up. Yep. I don't know because I've, I've been monitoring sort of the Soul fans' reactions, and I've asked a couple of Suwon fans I know their reaction. So I can take you through that now. Okay. So the Soul fans, it started off saying. They're blaming the club, especially blaming Hwang Song Hong, yep. the manager, because he had a very bad relationship with Dayan anyway, very disrespectful to Dayan, and they basically hated each other. But they're saying um, De- Dayan still had the skill, they should have made some efforts yep. to keep him. Uh, and then suddenly the fans are also starting to turn on Dayan, saying, well, why would he, he could have gone anywhere, why did he go to Suwon? And I understand why he went there, it makes sense to me. Uh, I don't begrudge him taking that opportunity um, there's that little girl do you remember the little girl from the television perhaps she's maybe not a lot girl anymore I don't know <laughs> I'm a bit concerned here Paul where are we going with this maybe, maybe you're out of touch with this but there's a, a little girl who was on TV there's a, there's a kind of agony art show on Korean TV and she went on it because uh, her mum said oh is this little girl went to me Dehan or something yeah, yeah. It's, it's, her mum said like oh like you're, you're, you're spending too much time in the football, you're not concentrating on your studies, and and she convinced her mum to let her go to football, and she got to meet Diana here, etc., etc. So she's come out and said, "Oh, it's fine. I, I forgive Diana for doing this. I'm I'm still going to get a season ticket for next year." For Suwon, for Seoul. Okay, just um, checking. Now I don't know what's going to happen, but a lot of people on my Facebook feed um, have been saying they're not going to get a season ticket for next year. 
because of the general mismanagement of the club. Okay. Um, the club themselves said that they're going through a rebuilding phase, right? Which are going to get rid of some of the older, decrepit players, which is why they sent Kim Chiu to Pusan, or rather they've not bothered to renew his contract, yeah. and they've decided not to renew Dayan's contract. And they said, give us a few weeks, and we'll have some stellar signings in. To and I was thinking, yeah, okay, you've got to give them a chance. If they if they're going to get rid of Dayan, and if if they brought in say Harry Kane, I know you're going with this. If, if, <laughs> yeah, if they got rid of Dayan and sort of brought in Harry Kane or Ronaldo, nobody would give a no one would give a shit, would they? No, because bringing someone better than Dayan and everything's forgotten. But yesterday, who did they sign? Uh, I'll be perfectly honest, I can't pronounce his name. Evandro? Evandro, who played last year in Tegu. Tegu, yep. So he played about 28 games, I think, and got 11 goals. Yep. Uh, first season in the K League. It's not a bad return. It's not a bad return, but if you're going to name, if you're going to come out and say there'll be some stellar signings, then when you immediately replace. Uh, okay, so there's four foreigner spots, as we all know, right? Yeah. Osmar has been renewed, as far as I'm aware. Yeah. So Dehan leaving, I'm assuming Khalid, the Iranian boy, is gone. Presumably. And I think definitely, as far as I'm aware, Kova. Kova's gone, right? So there is the, you could view it and say that Evandro could be replacing Kova and not necessarily replacing Dehan. So there could still be scope there for SC to bring in a massive name. And that massive name could, in actual fact, be ex-player Ki Sung-yong, who is apparently champing a, a move away from Swansea. Or, or Yi Sung-yong, who's... Well, Yi Sung-yong has been linked with... Um, Suwon. Suwon. <laughs> but... Which would trump the Dayan signing, would it not? I would trump the Dayan signing. But I don't think Suwon will have the money for that now, because they've just also signed the under-23 starlet, and they're supposed to be still, still going for... Someone else are going for, like... They signed that guy from Pusan, right? Yeah. Um, I'm up. Yep. Yep. Um, so, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I think you turn on that with Tom Dehan, I think. Um, but just say in terms of sell signing, so we know that Diego Forlan just left the J League and signed for a team in Hong Kong. Yeah. If they'd have snatched Forlan up, would that count as a, a signing to Trump Dehan? I don't think so. No. No. I mean, I think. But with Dehan's reputation, with his, with the fans, with everything that, that you're looking at, bringing Key back—that's what you're looking at. That you're looking at signing that there is something as big as bringing Key Song Young back. Uh, you're never going to. I mean, like obviously, you were joking about the Harry Kane and the Ronaldos. Maybe pulling someone. Maybe like, oh, what's the guy? The guy that was the Korean national captain, plays for Quan Evergrande. I always confuse him with Glory. Um, yeah. Yeah. So maybe bringing him over, uh, maybe that you'd be looking at them being being potentially the big signings. Maybe maybe picking up a maybe picking up uh, maybe bringing Adriano back. There's rumours that Adriano's unhappy in China. But rumours that he's going to Chumbuk. Yeah. So there's a whole bunch of stuff that I, I don't know. I mean, for me, it's going to be difficult to trump that signing. And you don't say stellar stellar signings and then the next day bring in a next day goopler. Uh, I, I just don't think that's that's going to cut it, to be honest. Uh, also, Sue when I signed Waganino, that's a good signing. That's a massive signing, especially when you now have Dehan up front as well, right? Um, so for me, 
yeah, I can understand why why so fans would be upset. Uh, today, they had put a, a post on his Instagram saying, you know, basically a video kind of saying how sad he was and how you know he made the decision that's done and whatever else, and he hopes he'll be welcome back to Sangam and stuff. And there's a whole bunch of like you know comments that we don't call you Judas, we blame the club. And there's a whole bunch of comments in English basically saying, yep. You know, we love you. you, you'll always be a hero, you, you'll always be a legend, it's not your fault. Um, from your point of view, does this tarnish his, his legend status at all? Um, from my point of view, <laughs> as a non soul fan, um, uh, ignoring the fact that you hate Dayan, but just as a. Um, I mean, I think these things happen, right? I mean, they, they do happen across football, right? Yeah. Um, did Robert Van Persie tarnish his reputation as, as a legend when he moved? Uh, maybe. Louis Johnson? Oh, I mean, he was never a legend, right? <laughs> um, I think if you look at it, um, I would imagine, yes. And I think that's the difference. I think if if you if you look at it as being foreign UK expat fans, how we support our clubs, like how I support Celtic, how we support Wednesday, right? If you look at that, and if you take that, how how we feel about those clubs, and if you put that as the standard K League fan, then of course it tarnishes his, his reputation 100%. But that's not the norm. Unfortunately, the K League norm is half and half scarfs. Scarfs. The K League norm is like sitting drinking a can of beer and GS next to the team of your greatest rivals. And I mean, like, so for me. Uh, no, K-League fan, if he doesn't score any, if he doesn't score any goals in the super match, K-League fans won't care. The, the SSO fans won't care. It will mean nothing to them, is what I personally think. So you think he'll be able to come over after the first super match and acknowledge the Soul fans? It depends on what happens. Provided he's not scored a hat-trick. Yeah. So. I, think it, I think it depends completely on what happens. And I think that's the issue that I had at the time yeah. with the guy who moved from Su-1 to, to SSO yeah. was the way that Soul had won that game... I think walking beyond the, the halfway line towards the fans when they were obviously upset, I did view it as being provocative. I don't imagine Dehan's going to do the same thing. Now, when Hong Chong made his comments when he moved to Suwon, uh, he wasn't welcoming anywhere near the Songnam fans. That's all been patched up, and now he comes over and nobody gets a, a shit, right? Uh, Dehan, I think, will be given more respect than any other player who's... who's who's crossed divides I think in Korea so we all know that Dayan wanted to, thought he had another year left in him and there was talk about if he didn't go to Seoul where would he go would he go somewhere overseas for one last payout would he go back to Incheon mm-hmm. given what we know about him in that he's fairly settled in Seoul with his family he's got two kids who are one, one of them must be at least a, be in primary school one of them must be coming up to that age uh, we know he he's still hungry wants to win the ACL it's the one thing he's not won in this in this yeah. area do you think it's understandable him going to Suwon? yep I would have to say that's why I think it's understandable I think the lure of the ACL was the reason why he went um, you could view Jeju and you can see that Jeju and Osan okay fine they're also there uh, but there's no realistic hope of him doing anything to be perfectly honest right yeah uh, okay, Suwon Zobangs haven't won anything well, apart from the FA Cup they haven't won a league title or, or, or anything in a long long time but they do look like a team that's building they do look like a team that's on the up right now okay they've lost Jonathan but to be perfectly honest they've replaced him with Wagonino and with 
Dehan and with a kid from the under 23 team and M. Sang Hyop so Joanne Pym was one player and they brought in four players that could all uh, make up for his his goals yeah so I think looking at it uh, I would say it makes sense I think Suwon are going to have a tilt at the ACL I'm not for one minute saying that they're going to win it they have to go to the playoff first uh, you know win their group and so on I'm not well, for the second, I'm not saying that they're going to win it, but they look like a team that's building for something this year. Be it a K League title challenge, an actual K League title challenge, or be it you know like a like a very good go at the ACL. So I think it's understandable, and I think you'll probably find that that's what, what may have swayed them. The fact that they made such a huge bold uh, attempt to lure him after. So many years we see so kind of shows that they they don't care that they, they just want the best that's out there. And my own personal feelings that they are like aside, um, I've never met the man obviously, but my, how I feel that he he is uh, on the pitch and on social media and so on. Um, he is still one of the top players in in, in the K League, and so I think it makes sense. Of course, Santos is presumably still without a club. Call to sign Santos. Um, I mean, I, I don't know what's so going to do. Like they, 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 you get the feeling that that um, Seoul have been song naming it for a couple of years. You know, like they seem to have been kind of downsizing quite a bit recently. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if GS has the interest anymore. I don't know if GS is going to pump the money in to 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 um, to bring in a massive signing. Um, but to appease the fans, they're bringing someone big, right? I'm not quite sure. I mean, Santos is four foot eight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure he's going to pull the boots a day on. But um, I mean, if Ando's a star, he, he's a year in the K League. He, but, but he's got to make a, a, a flying start, right? If he doesn't score in his first three games, yeah, the boos are going to be out. The protests are going to be against the ball. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think the protests are going to be. I think first the first match there'll be protests against Juan. I think Juan's on a shaky, a, a shaky peg. If you ask me, like he the fans hate him. Yeah, I mean, fans hated him anyway. Uh, you don't go through a season, miss out an ACL, never really look that you were challenging um, for an ACL spot. To be honest, um, bow out in the FA Cup to Pusan. Okay, we've got the final, whatever. Um, and then choke the league as well. Yeah, and then punt your 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 biggest star. I mean, but not just punt him. Like just say it's, it was obvious that he didn't rate. I mean, he didn't and he didn't he didn't uh, want to work with him anymore. But it, it doesn't make sense to me, right? Dayan was basically his first choice striker all year. And then he, but yeah. they punted him. Yeah. And they're going to keep Pak Jiang, who was played off the bench most of the time and didn't do do anything except to score a couple of penalties and no a free kick. No idea. No sense at all. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a mental transfer. I mean, I only found out. I think I found out when I was sitting in the airport. Right. Uh, coming back, right. Uh, I, I was stunned by it. Um, didn't think it would happen. Um, it has happened. It's obviously like the main talking point of this podcast. It's the main talking point of pretty much every blog post, every every article about the K League in the last like few days. Yeah. Um, I mean, he has also been over as much as the Soul fans with the rest, you know, like might have an issue with him. He also has to run over the Suwon fans, and if he goes three games and doesn't score, you've got to imagine that they're going to be. Uh, uh, 
kind of you know calling him Agent Agent Dehan. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so he's he's got a lot of he's got a lot of proof as well. And he needs to hit that. He needs to hit the ground running. And who knows? Maybe maybe he is a, a nightmare to work with. And maybe saw maybe saw won't be able to work with him either. But I think it's definitely stopping the ball of Jonathan leaving. Uh, I asked a Suwon fan what he thought about this transfer, uh, and he said two things: if Dan gets about ten goals, he'll be satisfied. Uh, but mainly, it's a, it's good to see the Seoul fans annoyed and yeah. use it as a point of yeah. to needle them. And, and I think that's it. I mean, it, it, I think that's that's the thing about it. Do you know what I mean? It's like it is it, even as much as the K League isn't, you know, like British football in terms of the rivalry and stuff. It is. I think Suwon fans seem to be more. I don't want to use the word more passionate because that's not true. But Suwon fans seem to be more. Uh, European or British in their kind of footballing actions, you know, like basically throwing bottles of water at, at and like, you know, at a player who used to play with you, you know, like that's the kind of stuff that I can imagine happening if, if someone moved across the old firm divide. Do you know what I mean? Um, so, in a natural fact, when Kenny Miller joined Celtic after playing at Rangers, uh, I was at Parkhead when he scored his first ever goal for Celtic, which was against Rangers. And when he punched the shirt, we all knew it, it was fake. But when he punched the shirt, the whole st- the whole Celtic and the whole stadium was bouncing because you know, like ex-Rangers players scoring against Rangers, right? But if Dan does that, you'll be like cursing him on the podcast, right? Uh, I mean, if Dan does that, I'll probably laugh. To be perfectly honest, uh, um, but yeah, I'll probably end up cursing him on the podcast. Um, Okay, just before we uh, move on to a couple of other things there to talk about this week, um, winners and losers for you? Wow, that's a tough one. Uh, I've been away for a couple of weeks. Uh, I'm, I'll, go, I'll go with the losers, that's very easy for me. Yep. Uh, the losers, my losers this week are every single song I'm fan. Okay. Um, Take us through why. Yep, um, it was hard enough. Some of the news that's come through about the budget being slashed, and basically, what sounds that like the council are trying to drive Songnam into the into the ground. Um, the the club itself is like going through a redevelopment. They're actually putting in like new like, like a new store and some stuff like that. They're taking a try and bring bring money in. Um, but the this week um, Kim Dong Chan has moved to Suwon FC, yep. and another team that are also building for a huge title push. Yep. Um, and as if that wasn't bad enough, Hiloski has moved to Dejon. Okay. And I think having Dejon finishing last last year, losing a player to the team that finished last is kind of heartbreaking. Uh, Dong Chan moving to Suwon was bad, but okay, fine. But losing Hiloski to to Dejon is it, it, it's. Yeah, it's like a real kick in the kick in the balls, basically. So the losers, that, so my losers this week easily are are going to be um, uh, Songnam FC fans. Okay. Have you yourself, Paul? Uh, it'd be easy to say Seoul fans. Yep. But I think probably FC Seoul itself. The, they've just handled this whole thing really badly. Yep. When the the Dayan move was announced on New Year's Day, was it? Yeah, and then 30 minutes later, FC Seoul official Facebook put, puts up a, one of their posters saying "Happy New Year, good luck to 2018" or something like that, and the fans went mental. Say, have you got no clue? Yeah. like how this looks. Yeah, uh, 
and again to say come out and say well it's okay we're getting rid of them we're going to bring in some big stars then to announce their first signing as Evandro is, is a bit underwhelming I yep. they've just got I think marketing and stuff in the K League has improved a lot in the last few years, and Seoul has been at the forefront of that. But this I time, they've screwed up. I would agree with you there. Like the the uh, Star Wars things with the team and John Book and all the kind of advertisements that, that, that they've been doing have been fantastic. But they've, they've completely mishandled this this whole affair. Yeah, completely. Mis- it actually reminds me of, and I believe he joined your club. Yeah. Uh, it reminds me of um, the way that Celtic handled the Paolo Di Canio transfer. Okay. When on the day that Paolo was down in Sheffield, yeah. uh, our our managing director came out and said, "He he is not being sold. He is not being transferred. There will be no transfer for Paolo Di Canio." Once we announced that he had moved to Sheffield Wednesday for four million, yeah. or whatever it was, he said, "Oh, he wasn't. He wasn't uh, sold. He was traded for Reggie Blanker." <laughs> so it sounds like I know how you I know exactly how you feel, Paul. <laughs> because Reggie Blinker is the poor man's Evandro. Definitely. Uh, winners of the week. I just wanted to check on the FC Soul website if they've taken Dayan's photos off because most of their sort of banner photos and things were. were Dayan, yeah. But they seem to can't see anything at the minute, so I guess they've adjusted that. Okay. Good. Winners of the week. Yeah. Um. I guess the K League as a whole, hopefully. Oh, it's, that was mine. It's, a, it's a bit <laughs> early to say, but I'm going to be optimistic and say that. But because this has got everyone talking about the K League and spike some interest and hopefully get it a bit more interesting this year. Okay, well, haven't had my thunder stolen because that's exactly what I was going to say. Uh, my winners of the week are Suwon City. Suwon City. Yep. So Suwon Blue Wings have obviously caused a bit of a stir, bringing in Dehan Wagenino, and Suwon FC have brought in. Alex from the MLS, uh, who had a stellar season last year, yep. and they've signed Kim Dong Chan. Uh, they've re-signed Adrian Lair, who yep. is a personal friend of the podcast, or like we did this once. Um, and uh, yeah, I think they're making a, a kind of a, a real push for promotion this year. So I think Suwon, the Suwon City, are my winners because. Uh, they could get an R C one derby next year, and I think uh, if I'm right in saying, I could be wrong, but I think the C one derbies uh, in the classic two years ago were almost sellouts, right? Probably. The first one, C one definitely was. C one FC was. You could say the Blue Wings are winners as well because they've been very proactive in the, the transfer market while everyone else is yep. sort of getting rid of people and signing university students and yeah. or, w- random Brazilians you never heard of. They've gone out and made probably three big signings, right? Yeah, I mean they're they're, they're putting the pressure on John Book now, and now I mean John Book now have to have to deliver some big signs of their own, right? Yep. Okay. So what's on the? I mean, obviously the main talking point on, on the forums are, are is there? Yeah. Are there any other things going through the forums this uh, week? I didn't really look to them. It's all day and day and day. Okay, so it's all day and yeah. Just yes. We've got to do our, our K-League classic moment. I guess it has to be about Dayan. Yep. Your favourite Dayan moment? So my favourite Dayan moment... Uh, my favourite Dayan moment... I have so many. Or your first? <laughs> first time you remember Dayan? Um, I'm going to say like the first time I remember... Actually, I'm, uh, yeah, my favourite Dayan moment uh, was um, when I went to a bar uh, in Yoido 
the bar was called that time it was called Potlatch, but it used to be called something else. And we used to go there all the time for uh, works nice out. Yep. And I took my 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 then girlfriend. Yep. Now wife. No, my then girlfriend. <laughs> um, unfortunately, a different one. Um, to <laughs> maybe uh, money, money, money. Yeah, to watch. Um, yeah, she saw versus Man United. Yep. And Dehan scored two goals. Yep. And then got two greedy in the second half. Tried his hat trick, and obviously a move to Man U probably. Yeah. Uh, but that was my first, not my first memory of Dehan because I, I saw him a couple of times that that, that year. Uh, in the in the K League, but I think first time I realised he was he actually was the real deal in terms of a striker, mm. and not just some of the other diddies that I'd seen playing playing in the K League. Yeah. So my so that would be my my kind of, so to speak, my my favourite uh, Dehan moment. I do believe he also scored against England, but uh, I don't remember that. But yeah, two, but uh, two goals against Man United have got to be my favourite Dehan moment. Yourself? Can you bring one? Can you? I can remember him scoring against Suwon at Sangam when when Suwon when Seoul beat Suwon four one I think. Okay. Which would be maybe two thousand nine, something like that. Okay. That's a pretty good goal. Uh, and also probably the, the the most memorable memorable goal for me right now is when uh, played away at Incheon and he scored in time added on for Seoul to win three uh, two, and very passionate he was too. Yeah, and of course this year he's got a hat trick away in John. Okay, so that in itself doesn't all go well for FC Seoul then, right? That his his prowess against Incheon was pretty was pretty good, right? He scored he scored many a goal against Incheon. Um, he's, the, he's the top scorer in super matches, so I hope hope he doesn't add any more to his tally. Um, I mean, I guess that brings on to I mean, how much can we talk about yeah, Dan? To be honest, but I guess that brings on to one more question: is like. Um, Henry Larson came back. Came back. Came black. <laughs> Henry Larson came back to Celtic uh, in the colours of Barcelona yep. uh, in a Champions League match and scored a goal. I think scored a goal at Beers actually, uh, and refused to celebrate. Yeah. Um, Dehan, if he scores against Seoul, will he refuse to celebrate? I don't know because obviously he loves the club and he loves the fans, but he hates Huang. So I think yeah. he's caught in two minds. In I a way. think so. Yeah. He, he may not celebrate. He might walk down to the halfway line, go up to Huang, and say, yeah. and "Stick his finger." Yeah. Up. There you go, son. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's. And I guess my next question that I do want to ask you: uh, We've ran the Huang out uh, campaign for a, a, since he arrived. Yep. I believe since uh, he lost three three one to Songnam. Um, which is his first game actually but um, thinking about the Huang out campaign how many matches do you think he has left in him after what he's done with Dehan if Seoul if, if so starts slowly I, I mean if Seoul if start poorly he'll get 10 for sure 10 um, and it'll be Chien <laughs> well that just shows a lack of imagination I think from but that's what it'll be right Chien probably Okay. Dayanin. Dayanin. As player coach. <laughs> players can imagine that. Come, come back in July as player coach. Um, so we've, we've talked about some players who have left as well. Uh, obviously, we talked about Jonathan. Uh, will you miss him? His bronze Adonis face uh, Instagram posts? Uh, not looked at any of them, to be honest. And I think he, he, there's no denying he was a skillful player. Yeah. So I guess we'll miss him, but. 
someone else to turn up. He didn't. He didn't have the same kind of cult status as Dayan, did he? Not yet, but he was getting there, right? And it was a bit of a personality, regardless. I mean, like he. Uh, I mean, the Tarabai. What we've talked about. That we talked about with Dan and 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 then of you. I mean, Tarabai was a bit of a talent. Yeah, it's, it's a bit of a character, but maybe didn't have the talent to back it up. But Jonathan yeah, seemed talent. to have, yeah, well, apparently. <laughs> but uh, Dehan seemed to have uh, Dehan. Jonathan seemed to have the talent to back up his character, right? Yeah. Talking of Dan. Yep, I was about to say that before we move on. Good luck, Dan, uh, as head of the academy of Oxford United. Um, does mean we won't see you back in Korea as an employee, but hopefully we'll see you back in the K League as a fan sometime in the future. Might come back to scout some uh, some kids. If you do, give us a shout. We beers are on us. Yeah, well, it's a cheap night. Every Dan, you know what I mean. Okay. Um, anything else? I mean, anything else to take over? Any other news? Any other transfer rumours that are worth? Talking about it. there's been a whole bunch of like moves backwards and forwards between like I know Gangwon have been linked with some players uh, and our players have come back from the J2. Oh, Gangwon just signed a goalie from Jeju, right? Yep. That who used to play for Gangwon. Yeah. Solo made a few signings, but none of which were big enough that I can remember the name of the player. Yep. And Songnam, Songnam made a couple of university signs, I think. Uh, a couple of guys from Pohang. Uh, have come over as well but oh big news also yeah as well as Hilovsky Kim Dong-chan Kim Dong-chan moved to Malaysia or Thailand or India yes okay, I can't remember I was actually Thailand Thailand yeah, yeah kid, I, saw her, I saw a picture of him in an orange shirt and they made him captain and that Pohan player that was involved in a tug of war between Chumbuk and Suwon do you, know, do you know how that got resolved? I have no idea. So, Chumbuk made the first offer, which by K-League rules gives them kind of priority to try and ne- like negotiate something. Okay. Uh, but he wasn't. He didn't like the terms they offered, which I think was a one-year contract. So Suwon said, we'll give you a three-year contract on the same money. Uh-huh. So he wanted to go to Suwon, but per K-League rules, he's kind of forced to go to Chumbuk. That's just amazing. So... And then we wonder why the K League is the way it is. Yeah. Okay. Just interesting. I don't know if you covered this with the Phantom, but the the salary list came out. Yep. Um, and Songnam had a higher salary bill than two other classic clubs. <laughs> Just so you know. Um, but there you go. And Gyeongnam didn't have a higher bill at all, which was which I thought was pretty amazing because they raced away with the league. And that just showed that in the KD Classic, at least, you get what you pay for, right? Yeah. Because apart from Seoul, who underperformed, the, the salary, yeah. the salary yeah. table was basically the same as the league table. Yep, it was exactly the same as the league table almost, yeah. Okay, so nothing else to add? Nope. It's a rather sullen poll, or rather, I guess next week when we um, do the podcast, we'll go through our teams of the year. Yep. Uh, why we picked who we picked. Uh, I'm obviously going to pick Dehan for Suwon, obviously, but anyway. <laughs> um, so I guess you're. So you're going to pick Dehan for Suwon over, over Jonathan? <laughs> I did the last thing, remember? But I guess we'll over go through Jonathan. <laughs> of course not. But uh, I, I guess we'll go through who we picked and why we picked them next week. Um, also, at some point in time uh, over the next couple of days, keep your eyes posted on the blog. Uh, there'll be a, an article about Dehan. Uh, maybe not, maybe not written in the same vein as some of the other ones, but maybe just more of a kind of summary of who he is and and why he, he became a legend at uh, so twice. Yeah. 
Okay, so I guess because we're talking about legends there, you picked someone from John Legend to to lead us out, Paul. Uh, no, no, not what I was thinking of. But so, what were you thinking? Because uh, we're now in uh, full transfer mode, lots of rumours flying about. I was thinking of.